Well, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, of food. food. First, does it feel like everyone is jumping on the pumpkin spice bandwagon? <laughs> Smoothie King just released their pumpkin power meal smoothie with 100% organic pumpkin, almonds, dates, protein powder, multivitamin blend, and seasonal spices. Ooh. Second, have you heard of chicken anxiety? Have you heard of this, Kev? Chicken anxiety. We have anxious chickens now? No. <laughs> it's actually a fear of undercooking your chicken. Oh. <laughs> On TikTok, hashtag chicken anxiety has over 80 million views. <laughs> and finally, in the world of food, have you heard they just had the world's biggest food fight in Spain? No. You want to guess what they were fighting with? What kind of food? Tomatoes. Yep. It was the tomato festival. Thousands of people from all over the world get together to take part in the festival where people throw overripe and low quality tomatoes at each other. People actually wear goggles to protect their eyes from the pulp. Mm. I had to learn how to like tomatoes in adulthood. Mm. So to smell that many at once, oh, I don't I think, think the, I would do well. The day after. Ugh. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Uh, can I put this in the world of food, too? I did not think this was real, but but it is. Uh, I don't know if this is all across the country, but there's a one of those um, uh, sub places, you know, they'll make a fresh ordered sub. Mm-hmm. The wrapper that they put the sub in says, do not eat this wrapper on the wrapper. No. Yes, I have seen that. It's like a meme. Do not eat this wrapper. Yeah, the meme says, we're not going to make it, are we? <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell people don't eat the wrapper. Coming up in just a minute, Kev, you are going to love this story about a dog who chose his own home. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! Oh, you are going to love this story about a dog who chose his own home where he belonged. Okay, Scout the dog had enough of being at the animal shelter, so he climbed over one tall fence, then another, crossed a busy highway into the darkness, entered the automatic doors of a nursing home down the road, <laughs> walked in, unnoticed into the lobby, hopped off onto the couch, curled up in a ball and quietly went to sleep for the night. <laughs> a shocked nurse found Scout in the morning and a sheriff took him back to the shelter. Well, guess Aww. what? Scout broke out two more times. <laughs> and they're like, "How this this dog is an escape artist. Going on at the he shelter. knows how to open doors. And he goes back to the nursing home and they know Scout, like I'm not going to give details, but he has been very mistreated in his life like Aww. badly Aww. and they think he just felt like these are my people these are gentle elderly people with dementia they will love me i will love them and now they officially adopted him at the nursing Aww. home <laughs> and he goes around and he knows which patients hide biscuits for him <laughs> he like if someone's feelings particularly down like this one guy with dementia got stood up a friend was supposed to bring him pizza So Scout knew he was upset and went and hung out with him all day. Like, he is made for this nursing home, and it's the sweetest story ever. Here, Scout, I saved you my tapioca pudding. (laughs) (laughs) He is getting a little, I thought he looked a little chunky in the photos. (laughs) But I probably shouldn't say that out loud. My husband would say that was very rude of me to point out that too many people are giving Scout biscuits. Right. Scout's Scout's living his best life. He is. It makes me so happy. He escaped three times. Three times. It's like the El Chapo of the dog world. (laughs) (laughs) He just kept escaping. 
pains me to admit this, but you know how I try to say, no, no, I'm not a high maintenance wife. <laughs> yeah, we um, know you say it. <laughs> I was incredibly high maintenance last night. I'll tell you what my husband had to do for me in just a minute. I'm glad to hear, Taylor, that you're embracing the fact that, I mean, I've known you for, I've known you a long time. And I've always thought it was funny that you embrace this whole idea of being uh, low maintenance. No, my husband my will call me that. my experience of seeing you and seeing how you roll, low maintenance is, the, I wouldn't say high maintenance, but I also wouldn't say low maintenance. My husband says low maintenance, so we could call him and say that, but I was a major high maintenance wife what uh, last night. Well, I had gone out a couple of days ago with my friend Heidi and we went to the Van Gogh exhibit. We went to this awesome Korean restaurant. I never had Korean food in my life. Um, it, you know, at a restaurant, just made it at home. And so I get home and I'm like, ugh, what's this stuff on my car? Gross. So the next day I took it to the car wash. No change. I'm like, uh oh. Like gunk this is stuck not good. in your car? I think it was tar. I think it had, I had either gone through a construction site or it splashed off a truck. I had tar all over my car. It was on the windshield. It was Black on the hood. Tar. It was like it was Ugh. like someone went with spit, <laughs> only it was tar. So anyway, I my husband gets online and he spends like an hour researching the best way to get, <laughs> to get this get stuff off. off. And he had to go to an auto parts store mm-hmm. and the, all the reviews said, do not get the spray. You have to get the phone. The phone works so much better than the spray. So he gets there. What's on the shelf? Only the spray. <laughs> so then he has to say, do you guys have the phone? I really need the foam. And they have to go all the way in the back and they come back with the foam. And then my sweet, dear, precious husband spent like two hours spraying the foam, letting it sit, scrubbing it off, spraying the foam, letting it sit, scrubbing it off. And my car looks phenomenal. Then go. he took it outside and washed it so mm-hmm. that there wouldn't be any more product on it. And I was, like I said, a major high maintenance wife. So then when I was coming into the radio station today and there was a tar truck, no, no tar truck, get away. Oh my goodness. So I like, I made a right turn and went a different way to the radio station to get away from the truck. Next, uh, next last time, thing I need is my husband to go through that again tonight. I was going to say next time that happens, if it does happen, I got a guy. I got a guy who could have totally hooked you up like like that. He said it. We I said, how much money did you just save us? And he said probably about two to three hundred dollars because yeah. he had priced out detailing. Yeah, uh, daughter's boyfriend is in college, last uh-huh. semester of college, and he's working at a detailing place too. Ooh, well, yeah, can you get a to, price for he me? He used to have his own detailing business. He's oh, like cool, top notch guy. Get a price for me because I'm intrigued because I think now I need wax put back on the car because this, <laughs> the foam you know, the took foam it all off. may have yeah, solved one problem. Done a number. I've done that a million times. I solved one problem. And in doing that, I create yeah. two more. <laughs> so I love, a, I love a cost, an estimate. It's interesting that you're fit. You're admitting uh, finally that you, you do have, I wouldn't call you high maintenance, but you have Taylor Scott. High maintenance tendencies. <laughs> Every once in a while, like when I get tar all over my car yeah, and my husband researches it right. and scrubs it off for me for right. hours. Let's, yeah. let's drill down a little high bit maintenance. Here. And I kept telling him that. I'm like, man, let's drill down. I'm a high maintenance wife tonight. Thank you, babe. You're the best husband ever. Let's look at this uh, objectively. You have um, a wedding coming up. How, mm-hmm. how long will you be out of town for said wedding? 
uh, we leave on a Saturday morning and we come back on a Monday afternoon. So 72 hours-ish, mm-hmm. right, from leaving your house to, to getting home? Uh, I would think for 72 hours, that's that's a carry-on bag. Um, well, normally it is, but I have to fit his suit, my wedding dress, and I really want my... F- oh, and then the sho- wedding shoes and his wedding shoes, and then my full-size hair products, because they don't have... <laughs> My favorite hairspray and mousse in travel size. I gotta have my hair products. Well, I'm trying to look good for a... I've never been to a formal wedding in my life. This is a big deal. It's like, it's kind of like I get to relive prom. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna be... And then I found out just yesterday, I was like, oh yeah, Glenn has to be an usher. (laughs) Well, I found out I have to be a greeter when everybody walks in. Oh. So I'm like, oh... I gotta be on. Now we're ooh, we're talking we're talking two check bags now. No. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife does the same thing when we travel, but she insists on taking her own hair dryer. And in her defense, I do too. She has very long curly hair and those little hair dryers in the hotels that are I some of those hair dryers in hotels would do better if I stood next to her and went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can be really bad. So she takes that and it's got this diffuser thing on it mm-hmm. because her hair is so curly. And honestly, she can dry her hair for an hour and it's still wet underneath. Oh, wow. It's so she's got That's so wild. much hair. Mine's yeah. so thin. I, it takes like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, so she's got to take the jet engine along, along yeah. with her. Hey, do you have a miracle baby in your family? Stephanie and Graham live in Washington and they tried for five long years to become parents. Uh, Stephanie said growing up, she always wanted to be a mom. So when it wasn't happening, it was heartbreaking. Well, on their fifth try with fertility treatments, they got the big news. You're pregnant. Hmm. And they were overjoyed. Well, then they found out Stephanie was having five babies. Quintuplets. (laughs) She gave birth to five (laughs) preemies. She's got four girls, Adeline, Eliana, Linnea, and Harper, and a son named Fisher. Dad, Graham, held it together. He he was freaking out when she went into labor because it was way too early. Yeah. And he was like panicking and putting the bag together and like they didn't have it ready. And she's like, (laughs) okay, it's going to be okay. You just need to take a breath. And then so he did and he held it together. And then in the delivery room, after all the babies were there, he's like, oh, uh oh, the room's and he fainted right there in the delivery room. And Stephanie thinks it's hilarious. Uh, thankfully, the babies are home safe and sound. They didn't even none of the five needed a ventilator. No kidding. That oh, that's great. And they are now going through 50 diapers a day. What do you do? When you have, five, I guess, five car seats, maybe you just have to take two cars everywhere you go. That or a big old van. Big, yeah. huge, giant van. or Yeah. Yeah. We see some families at church, they roll up and they've got these massive vans. <laughs> My wife will sit there and watch and it's it's almost like, a, what is it, the Keystone Cops or the clown car where all the clowns just keep coming out of the car. It's like, not the kid, not the kid, not the kid, not the kid, not the kid. And it's almost like they start smallest to tallest. Oh, cute. Right, getting out of the car. So my wife doesn't go gaga over a lot of celebrities, but if she got an invite to uh, hang out with Kate Middleton, you know, Princess Kate, she would be beside herself. She couldn't get there fast enough. But someone had an invitation to have lunch with her, and they flat out turned her down. They said, Mm. nope, can't do it. Tell you who it was next. 
So we're talking about uh, Kate Middleton. And I I don't know where you are on the whole royal family. For me, it's like, I'm not a royal follower, but my wife, she especially Kate. I mean, Kate is like, yeah, she loves her so much. So when I saw in the news that she invited someone to lunch, have lunch with Princess Kate, and this person flat out said, can't make it, sorry, too busy. I was like, whoa, it was Dolly Parton. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, I guess she was in London or whatever. And it, it was a scheduling thing. Oh, like okay. She couldn't, it was, yeah. I think it was like a last minute invite from Kate. Kate uh-huh. heard like Dolly's here. Hey, why don't you come by to lunch? Sorry, I can't make it this time. Oh, so Dolly, man. Dolly jokingly said that Kate, Kate refused to promote her new rock duets album she has coming out. <laughs> and that's why she wouldn't go. <laughs> I would have loved to see a picture of the two of them together and be a fly on the wall during their conversation. During the chat. Right. Yeah. Right, right, that's right, so right. cool. Right. Wow. It was so, nice of her to reach out, though, yeah. to Dolly. Guess when you're Dolly Parton, you get to pick and choose who you're yeah. going to have lunch with, right? So a lot of kids, uh, you know, settling into their dorm rooms in the last few weeks. And, and maybe your kid or, or maybe when you went off to school, did you take anything with you that was a little bit of home? Just a little bit of home to make you feel like not so far away. We're going to talk about what kids are able to do now that you'd be like, what? I didn't get to do that. So when you went away to school or your kids going away to school, uh, did they take a little bit of home along with them? I think my son, Kyle, uh, I don't think he'd be embarrassed by me saying this. Uh, he took, he's had a blanket that uh, his grandmother made for him as an infant. He took that and he took his little stuffed Dalmatian doll with him. Aww. And he's still, he's a tra- he's a musician. He travels. He still takes it with him. Get out. Both goes. those it's items are yeah, just his, the Dalmatian. It's his little piece of home. Aww. Well, I think he takes one, probably just the blanket, but yeah. That's it, so it sweet. Makes him, he's like literally Linus. Right? I love that. All I took was a beach poster because I grew up in Jupiter and okay. went to school in, you, near you, Chicago. You took something to remind you of home. Yeah. Well, tell me if you're not a little bit jealous of this. There's a school in Michigan. They're trying this out. You can bring your pet. <gasps> what? Right? <laughs> Whoa. I'm not talking like goldfish or parakeet. We mean I, they're, They mean dog, cat. Puppy, kitten, whatever. The only thing you have to have, you have to have had the pet for at least six months okay. before the first day of school. Uh, proof of shots, spay or neutering, and a $250 fee. And you can have Fido on campus with you. Is there a pet distinguished dorm? Because I think the barking would get really, really loud at certain times. No. It's like having a kennel. Because, you know, no. dorm rooms are just room, room, room. I mean, it's just like on each floor, there's like. 30 rooms. Right, right. Nope. They're saying and these these dorms are shared living space areas. So you got like I guess a common area in the middle of the sleeping areas or whatever. So wow. your dog is going to be their dog too. <laughs> that could be really really great cuz I love dogs. But mm-hmm. if you're trying to study your sleep and all the dogs get going, mm-hmm. that could be really tough. <laughs> to have 30 dogs barking at once. I'm just thinking about what if you have a long day of classes and Fido can't hold it anymore? Your roommates have to live with that now. Yeah. So, but would you, do you what do you think? Huh. Would you have taken, hmm. give it a thought for a minute and think about your dogs. Would you have taken your dogs to school with you? And do you think it's a good idea? I would love to hear from you. Katie, we're talking about taking your pets with you when you go away to school. What do you think? Good idea? Bad idea? Uh, I think it's a bad idea, actually. As much as I love my dog and I work in the veterinary industry, I think it's too much of a distraction. I think my grades would plummet if I just had my dog with me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) If they did bring your dog to work day, 
I, I would be a disaster. I would get nothing done. We would have more dead air. We'd want to play with all the dogs. Right, than, than ever before. But um, what about you? When you think of your college experience and think of what was the worst behaved dog that you had? Your... Uh, Fergie the Fox Terrier. Okay. You, would, you, would Fergie have done well living on campus with you at the, the beloved hollowed halls of Wheaton College? She might have eaten my roommate's pillows. <laughs> and she would be the star of the, the dorm room, right. like the dorm hall. Like people loved her. Yeah. But um, man, I, I would be... I would have felt so guilty for how many hours I would have left her alone. Yeah. Because there were so many days I would leave the dorm room early in the morning and between going all the classes and then working at the radio station on campus, I didn't get home until like late at night. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how she would, I'd have to have pooch pads. You'd have, and, you'd have oh. taken her to the station with you. It would have been uh, Taylor and Fergie in the morning or something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you could take your dog to class and everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. That would make it a little easier. Mm. Yeah, but that's asking the whole school to adopt your dog, which yeah. some people would be cool with. Some people legit are scared of dogs and would freak yeah. out. So. I, I guess there's a college in St. Petersburg that's been doing this for years. Really? And you're allowed to have lizards, rats, dogs, cats, birds, <laughs> whatever kind of pet you want. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> Hey, are you trying to keep your house as cool as possible this summer? A lot of people have been stunned to learn there's a simple feature on their normal window blinds that can make the room eight degrees cooler. So picture the blinds like the ones here in the studio, those little vertical slat blinds. They call them Venetian blinds? Uh, I don't know what they're called. Anyhow, we know what you mean. Go ahead. Yeah. So do you want to (laughs) guess what it is? What makes the house eight degrees cooler? Close them. Just face the blinds upward. It directs the warm light of the sun up instead of down into the room and an added bonus, no one can see in. So don't close them down facing you, close them up away from you. Close, okay. Eight degrees cooler. The opposite of what you would naturally do. Yeah. Just do it the opposite way. Uh Uh-huh. You'll just, Isn't that awesome? What a just hack! Look like you're a recluse. Well, <laughs> Cause maybe because your blinds will be closed all day long. Oh well, that too. But <laughs> right? yeah, I guess this has totally gone viral on TikTok, and people are like, "How did I not know this trick?" So try to, to turn my blinds try the other it at way. Your house and see if your neighbors don't go. Hey, Taylor, you guys okay? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, the blinds are drawn. (laughs) What's going on? Coming up, have your kids ever lost something super important to them? Maybe a special blanket? We're going to talk about that next. Have your kids ever lost something super important to them? Maybe a special blankie or stuffed animal got left in a hotel room? Well, check this out. Valentina is nine years old, lives in Plano, Texas, and she took her best friend, her American Girl doll named Beatrice, on a trip to Tokyo. Well, she left the doll in her airplane seat thinking she admit this. She admits this on camera. Okay. Mom's going to grab it. (laughs) Sound (laughs) typical. Uh, Mom never saw the doll and Valentina was devastated. Well, this is pretty cool. There's a pilot, first officer, James Dannon. He's been flying with American Airlines since 1993 and just so happens to fly to Tokyo often. He lives right near the family and hand-delivered the doll. Thank you. She well-behaved on the flight. Very well-behaved, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Valentina's mom, Ruby, is so thankful for the kindness of strangers. I mean, the pilot brought chocolates from Tokyo for her. Wow. And um, there were pictures of Beatrice with her, like, head out the window of the airplane and all the places <laughs> she had been. And uh, Ruby, Valentina's mom, also said... 
her daughter has learned an important lesson about responsibility. No kidding, right? We, we should talk about that. Have your kids ever lost something pretty crazy important to them? And, and what did you go through to get it back? Give us a call. So funny that we're talking about stuff that we've lost because daughter's boyfriend lost his wallet yesterday. <gasps> no. we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We turned the whole house upside down looking for it. And I kept saying, I bet it's in your truck. I bet it's in your truck. No, no, no we've turned it upside down. Like an hour later, it was in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <whoops>. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, can I get it? You were right, Mr. Kevin. And I get that, please. So what have you lost? We would love to hear stories of stuff that you lost. In, let's call this Kevin and Taylor's lost and found. We're talking about important stuff you've lost or left behind. How about you, Tina? Hi. <laughs> so my family and I went on vacation. went to Orlando. We went to Disney World. And my daughter, who was about 10 at the time, left behind her cell phone. <gasps> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> was it on the yeah. Dumbo ride or where was it? No, it, it was in the hotel. I guess she left it on the charger. And I'm usually pretty good about going through and making sure that we got everything. I don't know how I missed her cell phone. Uh, Thankfully, did... when we realized that she didn't have it, which I called the phone. And this sweet family that stayed in the hotel, you know, they answered. Not only did they answer, they got our address and mailed the phone to us. Oh, so, oh what wow. a sweet That's family. Over Faith in humanity restored. Yes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that story with us. Thanks, Tina. Man, when I think about my four kids, the, the list of lost stuff is endless. But I think of myself, when, the, when they were born... I lost my mind. And then when they hit teenage years, I lost all my money. <laughs> what about you? You, got, you guys ever lose anything? I can't think of like a stuffed animal or a blanket or something like that. But we were on a, a trip of a lifetime as a family. And we my dad bought plane tickets for all seven of us. Can you imagine how much that cost? Wow. And we lost one of my baby sister's five-year-old twin in the Atlanta airport. What? Yeah. Like we, oh, man, we flew from West Palm Beach. We had a layover in Atlanta. And we were headed out to Colorado. And all of a sudden, we couldn't find my baby sister. And it was panic. Like I bet. Half the family was told, you stay here. Don't move. Other family went running this way. And thank goodness, a flight attendant found her. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to assume she was this falling. is back in the days when you, anybody and everybody could go to the gates. Like there was yes. no security keeping oh, yeah. you from going anywhere you wanted. It was airport. very, very scary. Wow. Harrowing. Just the flood of humanity and having a little one lost there. Wow. Ooh. Have you heard about the new exercise craze? They're called shy girl workouts. No. It's a series of exercises you can do either at home or way off in a corner of the gym without much equipment or space. Basically, it's a workout you can do without drawing unwanted attention to yourself. Hmm. They say gyms can be super intimidating for people just joining if you're not used to the gym culture or Mm -hmm. how the machines work or what the deal is. Uh, Just search hashtag shy girl workouts and you're going to get a million ideas. Most of them are body weight only, which makes it great for when you're traveling as well. Hmm. Wow. Um, The gym, by the way, can be intimidating for guys too. Yeah, not, I believe it. It's not just a, a woman thing, especially yeah. if you go into like the little free weights area mm-hmm. and all the bros are there. <laughs> like, Excuse me. <laughs> Gonna get the lightweights here. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's true. Like I walk up the and I voice grab, my little, so grab my little 25 pound dumbbells to do bicep curls, and there's some. You know, muscle head next yeah. to me doing like basically curling my body weight. I'm like, what's up, man? I'm working on my biceps too.
And he's like, oh, is that what you call those? <laughs> I did till so today. They, now they need to change it to shy guy workouts. <laughs> I'm not shy. I don't care. It doesn't bother me one bit. I'm not going to be the skinny guy in the corner. I'm going to be the skinny guy right in the middle of the linebackers. I don't care. Are you going to any weddings soon? My niece Kaylee is getting married um, on September 10th. Oh, her anniversary will be the day before my birthday. Yeah, exactly. And apparently there are some wedding traditions couples don't mind saying goodbye to. Probably because close to 70% feel it's important that their wedding is customized to be unique to them rather than follow tradition. So um, a lot of them, a lot of couples like to choose a unique theme. They walk down the aisle to a unique song. Like my niece is going to walk down the aisle to a Lauren Daigle song. Um, so not many people use here comes a bride. Da, 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 da. That's not as oh. popular anymore. Well, hang hang on. Let's stop this song then and play a different one. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to do. Oh, what song is it? She told me. Uh, anyway. Yeah, it's a Lauren Daigle song. So here comes Kaylee walking down the aisle. Um, they're all, they just want the ceremony to be customized to their personalities. The top tradition couples are leaving behind, and you're going to love this, Kev, is the father of three, three daughters, is the bride's family paying for the wedding. Yeah. In fact, the bride and groom are forking out the big bucks together on their own dime. Uh, Not the parents. So The you, bride and groom. You graduate college. You have all the college debt. Mm-hmm. You get married. You get all the debt from the wedding. <laughs> and, then, and then you go, like, why can't we go on vacation? Why can't we do anything? Oh, yeah, that's right. The wedding in the school. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. That's what it was. So guess what? We get to check in with our producer, Griffin, in just a minute. And I love the theme of what he wants to talk about today. And it's how just how much your date nights change when you get married and have kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Can't wait to talk to Griff next. So, Griff... Uh, you've noticed with the kids that your date nights uh, with Sarah have changed dramatically since the kids have come along. Um, I, I, that's kind of like one of those things I would just want to say to you, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, like what we do now on yeah. date night. You know, it used to be go to a cool concert or go to a cool restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe a little quick getaway. Well, the other night we went for date night, you know, we went to a parenting seminar. <laughs> that's how we spent time without the kids um, well, it, it was either oh, that's that, a reality check it was either that or go out somewhere and talk about the kids right exactly <laughs> so at least we learned something i think yeah so my wife wanted to go to this thing so uh-huh. we went and it was good you know they presented parenting from like a faith perspective and stuff oh and good i think it helped my wife realize that you know our kids aren't that bad. Like, <laughs> we're not alone. Wait a They're bad, but not that not bad. That bad. <laughs> They're normal. They're like every other kid, and every other parent has the same yeah. worries. It's all good. Was so. the focus on the seminar on like six and seven year olds, like your kids, or was it looking ahead to like the teenage years? It was all or... ranges of kids. Oh, from really? Little to teens mm. to oh, yeah. Oh, wow. But, so a lot of note taking for when they get to the preteen oh, yeah, and teen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do think it gave her some reassurance. So I, I it was a successful date night then. Yeah. That's, oh, that's good. Cool. Anything a husband can do to, to calm the blender brain. Right. Exactly. That is our swimming. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you, uh, what's, what, what's a couple of things. Yeah. I hate to put you on the spot oh, no. that you learned <laughs> from the, from the parenting seminar. Other, other than that. I think that was the headline that what, everything's did, okay. Like 
Chill. <laughs> your, your kids Don't are just like stressed. everyone else's kids. Your kids are going to grow up and be fine, most likely. You know? <laughs> most likely. <Yeah. laughs> and if not, there's always prayer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got it. Yeah, I think I would have learned by now that, that sometimes a bargain is not really a bargain. We'll talk about that next. Maybe you're like me, and when you're buying something, uh, usually the number one influencing factor is price. Like for me, oh, that, yeah. that's always it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, If I'm going into a store and they've got a 50% off rack, boom, I'm going there first. <laughs> gotta right? check it out, yeah. All other decisions will be made based on... I don't know. They kind of had one on the 50% off rack that looked pretty good. Uh, so you, But you think I would have learned by now that sometimes a bargain is not a bargain. I was in the shoe store the other day. I want to get one of those. Uh, I want to get a pair of those tennis shoes that are you just slip them on. You, you don't really work oh, out. Yeah. They're more like leisure. <laughs> I've seen wear. those you, commercials. You, you slip them on and they're don't have to bend over. Foamy and comfortable. And because you know, <laughs> we're going to be doing some traveling. And I want honestly, I want them for the airport. I don't want to mess around with the untying and tying my shoes and doing that whole bit. Just slip them on, slip them off, get on with my life. Um, so I went to the store and I found a pair. They were uh, like in the discount rack, exactly what I was looking for. Um, but I wear a 10 and a half and they were a 10. Uh oh. I've done this recently. But they're made of that like flexy, stretchy material. So I put them on. I was like, they're pretty comfortable. They they don't these feel like shoes that I would wear. So I walked around the store a little bit. I was like, you know what? Just done. Yay me. <laughs> I got the shoes I wanted at half price. High five Kev. So I go to put them on this morning and they're super tight. Yep. Super tight. And I think it's because I was wearing thinner socks. I had on thick uh, athletic socks today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I had on thin socks yesterday when I tried them on. So now I'm like, I'm either going to take them back. I don't know if when you buy them off clearance, you can even take them back. If you Uh-oh. can't take them back, I'm going to give them, my son wears a size 10. So I'll give them to him. I totally did this with a pair of flats. I was looking for flats so I wouldn't have to paint like that were closed in toes. So I wouldn't have to paint my toenails. Mm-hmm. And they were like, so cheap on they were 50% off and I'm like these will work and I thank goodness wore them around my house they were horrible my feet hurt so bad (laughs) but there is something you might be able to try with those shoes I'll tell you about it in a minute so I have an idea for you. You got lured in by a smaller size shoe because it was on clearance. It was. It and was, now it was, it you're was like these off. hurt. In my defense it was half off. Yeah that's a big deal. Half off is a big deal especially I kind of know what kind of shoe store you were at based on the slip-in part because yeah, I've seen the commercials. Yeah, they're yeah. expensive. Yeah, they're not Man. cheap. So um, a friend of mine tried this. I have not tried it personally, but she bought off Amazon a shoe stretcher. So mm. you could, especially if they don't take them back, you could put, you know, buy the shoe stretcher and then you just leave your shoe, in, this thing in your <laughs> shoe for a while. And since you said it was like really squishy, giveable material, yeah. maybe they'll be comfy after all. I have a feeling, though, they'd wind up stretching beyond being wearable. <laughs> then they'd be flying off all the time. I don't know. Time. I popped onto Amazon, and there's like a million different choices. Yeah. There's the old school. Shoe Remember stretcher. the wooden ones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that our parents had? But there's like plastic ones. There's like a, a shoe stretch product that you spray on your shoe. Wow. There's like all kinds of, if just type in shoe stretching on Amazon. They're already made of stretchy material, though. I don't know how much more stretchy they'll get without losing their right. shape. Right. I mean, and, I was saying if they don't take them back, yeah. this could be an option. Yeah, if, they don't, if they don't take them back, I'm just going to give them the Kyle and hopefully he'll take them. But then again, 
He's like in slip-ons. Oh, he's into no. They're very cool. He they're very cool shoes. But okay. uh, he's into this whole. I don't want a lot of stuff. I don't want a lot of stuff. I don't. I have a pair of shoes. I don't need another pair. <laughs> okay. When they're when he finds out they're free, he'll take them. No, no. I'm telling you, he's really? like, yeah, he's like on this whole minimalist thing. You know, wow. Doesn't want any stuff. Good for him. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's that whole. I want experiences, not stuff. And I'm like, I want both. <laughs> <laughs>